Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. <laughs> Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. A little How Great Thou Art by Joshua Aaron. It's a a fantastic rendition in Hebrew and an appropriate intro for our next guest as as U.S. forces make a hasty, humiliating retreat from Afghanistan after 20 years and tens of thousands of uh, American deaths and billions of dollars, one has to wonder, might we be going about this the wrong way? And is there perhaps a, a better way to fight a war, certainly a, a better way to fight a war in the Middle East? Joining us now to answer that question is David Rubin, certainly someone who is, is can answer that question for sure. He's the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, and author of the new book, Confronting Radicals, what America can learn from Israel. David, thank you for joining us this evening uh, from Israel, I might point out. It's it's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Well, thank you, John. Good to be with you. Um, and, and again, thank you for uh, for joining us from Israel. It's a Always amazing when I have you on the show to think that the phone call is happening from you know halfway across the world, uh, but it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the show again, uh, David. Let me ask you. You know the the Biden administration would like to call this uh, a withdrawal. I think the more accurate term is flight. I, I, really, what it seems like is we're you know tucking tail and running. Um, either way, the whole thing is is embarrassing for the United States. Was there a better way that they could have handled this, that they could have done this? Oh, of course there was. Uh, not, not only is it embarrassing, it's, uh, it's, a, it's disgraceful, and it's, uh, it, it, ru- it ruins the American deterrence. Uh, the, the, the American military has lost its deterrence factor, and that's a very serious thing. Uh, look, the... The victor, at the end of any war, the victor always determines the terms of his disengagement and perhaps, if he so chooses, as in this case, his withdrawal. Otherwise, it just appears to be a humiliating defeat, which, which in fact, uh, 
this clearly appears to be. Uh, so Biden had announced, right, was just a short uh, time ago, a number of days ago, he announced that the Afghan forces were strong enough to ensure some stability. Right. And and at the very least, an honorable American withdrawal. Obviously, that was not the reality. And and, and as as you noted, it was just a terrible embarrassment. And uh, uh, it's something that the whole world is looking at, including my country, Israel. Well, and your country, you know, Israel has been in sadly, a, a perpetual state of war, it seems like, you know, and yet you've handled it differently. Why haven't we learned from Israel? Why Why hasn't, I mean, the Biden, when he ran, Joe Biden ran as this expert, you know, he's he'd been involved in diplomacy, he'd been in the Senate, and he said, I know everything. I'm an expert. I can handle foreign policy. Why can't he learn from Israel's experience with wars in the Middle East? Well, we always say, or at least I always say, uh, that the book Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel, isn't just about uh, Israel telling America what it's doing wrong and what we're doing right. Uh, it's, it's how to learn from Israel's successes, but also Israel's mistakes. And we have made mistakes as well, yes. And from, from our experience, though, you learn how to fight how not to fight, and you know we've 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 made mistakes as we did you know in the year 2000 when uh, the prime minister then Ehud Barak ordered the the hasty withdrawal of our troops from Lebanon in a in a big rush also, and we left behind scores of weapons which were quickly taken by the Iranian-backed Hezbollah terrorist organization, and to this day. We are paying for that mistake. And Hezbollah was emboldened by it, as was Iran, which is, you know, their their uh, benefactor. And to this day, they essentially control Lebanon with over 200,000 missiles pointed at Israeli cities. So, uh, but we've also had our successes. We, we had, we, we had in... Uh, uh, the the Israeli hostages that were taken in Uganda, uh, we we couldn't, uh, you know, we needed to get them out. Uh, Israel didn't wait. Uh, we sent in sent in uh, the air force in a lightning strike on on Uganda. We swept up the hostages and got them out of there. And uh, the only the only Israeli who was killed was the commander of the Israeli forces who was. Uh, Yoni Netanyahu, the uh, former prime minister's brother at the time. So, uh, so, so yes, there's a lot to learn uh, that that you that you do not flee a country and uh, without a plan, without a good, a very good and well thought out plan. Well, it also seems to me like the lesson to learn from this is that if you're going to wage a war like this, you. you you wage the war. You you go intent on winning war, it. Yes, yes. and and you yes. you go you in, commit. If you go in to defeat an enemy. Go in with full force. Win the war convincingly, and then either hand off the territory to a strong, reliable surrogate, or if it's in your interest, take permanent control and let the enemy be the one to run away. Okay. Since the Vietnam War, we 
you know, people have stopped doing that. And, uh, and that's a big problem. You know, the, the, the example of the Six-Day War is a much better example of how to fight a war. Yeah, and I think you're right. I, that one of the things that that frustrated me most about this was the half in, half out approach that we've taken throughout this. And look, if you're going to do it, do it and get it over with, rather than well, we're going to commit. And it's that was the mistake we made in Vietnam, and it seemed like we made that same mistake here. It's like, well, we can't decide what we're going to do. Fish or cut bait is this sort of the attitude. Um, we're talking with uh, former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, David Rubin. David, this is completely off topic, but when it happened, I wanted to ask you about it. I'm curious what you think of this new government, the, you know, Bibi Netanyahu lost. You've now got the, I don't know what they're calling it, the, the, you know, the the three, the the triple-headed monster of leadership in Israel. Do you think that's going to work out? Do you think that can, that coalition government will hold? I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Well, we'll see how long it'll hold. It's a uh, uh, three-headed monster is an interesting way of describing it because uh, basically you have a, a right-of-center prime minister, uh, a, a left-of-center foreign minister, and and uh, an anti-Israel Arab that supports Hamas. Right. And and he he carry, he holds the balance in this coalition. If he leaves the the, the government, the whole government falls. So uh, it, it's been a disaster so far. Uh, whether they'll be able to hold the coalition together based on self-interest, well, that 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 is a possibility. Uh, but I, I think it's been a, a disaster so far. I think it'll continue to be a disaster. And when the when the Hezbollah or Hamas rockets start falling on Israel, which they will eventually, uh, then and, and the prime minister wants to respond, and the and the Arab um, minister in the government says, "Well, if you um, you fight back, then we are, we're we're making your government fall. You know, we're going to leave the coalition." Uh, that's when it'll get really interesting. And I assume then Benjamin Netanyahu's just sort of sitting back, watching and waiting to see it fall, and then, I assume, form his own government at some point. Well, that's the hope. That's the, <laughs> that's the hope of those who who believe in conservative values and, and who believe that, uh, that, as you said, this three-headed monster... Uh, it's a disaster for Israel. Uh, we've got one of those. We got a three-headed monster over here too. His name's Joe Biden. So, your your new book, "Confronting Radicals: What America Can Learn from Israel," it's got a lot of of these you know great lessons that we've talked about from the successes uh, you know mistakes that Israel has made. Um, I, I think it, it sounds like it's a fascinating read. It, it's available. Uh, they folks can buy it at davidrubinisrael.com or amazon.com to get a copy of it, correct? Uh, that's right. That's right. The best thing is to, uh, yes, go to davidrubinisrael.com. They can find out about uh, confronting radicals, what America can learn from Israel, uh, or all my other books like Trump and the Jews and any of the others. Uh, that's at davidrubinisrael.com, or they could just go to amazon.com 
Type in the words, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel. Well, David, we've had you on before. I remember when we had you on and talked about Trump and the Jews. It was another great book. I read it. Um, I thank you a lot for calling in, for joining us this evening. I always value your perspective. Stay safe, brother, and thank you again for joining us, David. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you, John. Much appreciated. Coming up, Speaker of the Kansas House Ron Reichman will be with us to talk about, well, what else? Laura Kelly being lawless Laura yet again. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, and we'll be taking your calls coming up at 745 you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.